Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. The one that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's Month of the Mother series show, episode 142, Prayers That Stick, where we're talking about the powerful connections you can have with your children and how your prayers are powerful. It's our intention to inspire you to a more intentional, more fulfilling motherhood. Take time to download one of the Soul H2O journal pages to help you dive deep into the teaching segment. Record the scripture mentioned during the show and look up the verses later. Record what God speaks to you and let us know the impact to your heart. Journal pages can be downloaded from the show notes at soulh2o.com slash 142 with scripture graphics, information about our guest or anything else mentioned in the show. Now let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. When my kids were little, we went through a lot of Band-Aids. I mean, a lot. Brandon loved to climb things, skateboard and do tricks on his BMX bike that often ended up in cuts, scrapes, gashes, and quite a few stitches. Poor Shelby's a little clumsy like her mama, so it's safe to say we kept the Band-Aid brand in business. I only tried no-name Band-Aids a couple of times and found they didn't hold. But the Band-Aid brand could be counted on to stick. Moms, you want Band-Aids that stick and prayers that stick for your children. Weak, ineffective prayers that don't stick won't have the effect on your kid's life that you want. And you don't want that. Praying for children was clearly a priority for Jesus, as a story is told in Matthew 19, 13, that says, One day some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could lay hands on them and pray for them. Praying for your children is of the utmost importance for a mother, and I'm challenged by this quote I saw from Abraham Lincoln, where he said, I remember my mother's prayers, and they have always followed me. They have clung to me all my life. Clearly, mama bear prayers are powerful. That would include grandma, auntie, or any other motherly role prayers. Don't underestimate the impact of your prayers in a child's life. In any case, I think the best way to pray effectively is to pray as Jesus did. Jesus is praying for Peter in Luke 22, verse 32, knowing Peter's upcoming temptation. Jesus prayed for strength that Peter's faith wouldn't fail and for Peter to come back to faith after he turned away. John 17 records a bunch of Jesus' prayers where he starts off praying for himself. And then from verse 6 on, he's covering his disciples and all future believers in prayer. That's you, me, your children, your children's children. Jesus says, I'm not asking that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. Jesus' prayers that stick are not prayers to give us an easy life, like remove us from this troubled world and take all our problems away. A lot of mothers pray that way. But Jesus' sticky prayers are for us to be strong when facing trials, tribulation, and tragedy. 
I imagine these are the kind of prayers Abraham Lincoln's mother prayed over him because he's someone who is remembered well for his tenacity to not give up when some of his businesses failed, he had a nervous breakdown, or when he lost a lot of his elections. Those prayers empowered old Abe to reach the destiny God had for his life to be the president of the United States. Just like the prayers of Abraham Lincoln's mother, your prayers can be the glue that helps your children stick to God's plan and not give up. Your prayers have the capability to produce cushioned kids who can't handle problems or confident, overcoming, world-changing children that do something on this earth and for God's kingdom. So this Mother's Day, it's time to get busy and start praying tough prayers that stick. Spring is all about new beginnings, and My Joy Radio app is no exception. Never miss another minute with 24-7 access to the Joy Radio live stream, where you can hear powerful messages from the ministries you love right on your smartphone. So whether you're spring cleaning or just enjoying the sound of rain, be uplifted with the My Joy Radio app. Download My Joy Radio app today and enjoy the healing of spring. Joy Radio, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Cindy McGregor is the creator and founder of the website Sovereign Radiance, a hope-filled place for mothers to be encouraged with the truth of the gospel while reminding them they're not alone in the journey. Educated and trained as a teacher, Sandy continues to teach at home while pursuing her love of writing. Sandy's a follower of Christ, wife to Duncan, and a mom to five children. Welcome to the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, Sandy. Thank you so much, Sherry. It's an honor to be here today with you. Yeah, well, with five kids, you know, fitting us into your schedule, I'm sure, is not always the easiest thing. (laughs) It's not always easy, but you know what? As the kids get a little older, it does become a little easier to fit in sometimes. Yeah, and fit in some more writing time, which you have been doing a lot of these days. Our writing careers happened in the opposite order. Uh, I understand that you started off as a blogger for years and then recently in 2020 became an author and then again in 2022. So yeah, yeah, we did it opposite ways. But I was wondering if you could just tell people a bit about your blog and, and how that all started for you, this writer's journey. Well, it's a great question. Um, I think the uh, beginning of my writing journey started very early in my life with a passion for journaling. And I remember my first journal was a Nancy Drew with a lock and key journal. Mm. And it sparked something inside of me that I continued on into my teens and into, you know, obviously differently in my 20s and 30s and 40s. But um, it has always resonated with me how important it is to write down so that you can reflect on situations that you know you will forget. And especially when I had my younger kids, I wanted to remember what was going on with them, what was going on with me and my heart with God. And I really appreciated that. But then I took it a step further when the kids were kind of in a homeschooling age, um, like 12, 13 and under, and I decided to just do a simple platform and love photography, loved writing, I put it together. And then about three years ago, actually, yeah, three years ago coming up, um, I sat down with my sister-in-law, um, who runs a marketing 
Betsy, and I just shared with her my heart about maybe taking this a step further. I felt like God was leading me to something more, to a site, and I'd already been working on a devotional. So it just started to unfold about three years ago, and it was a huge step of faith because technologically speaking, it was not my strength. Um, so I needed somebody to come alongside of me to help me figure out what was in my my head and in my heart and put it out there. So that's that's a little bit of the background. Yeah. So I love the name of your blog, though, Sovereign Radiance. That is, there's that's a, a very powerful name. So how did that name, you know, come to be? Well, it was about probably coming up 12 years now. I was sitting in church um, that we were attending um, back then in Toronto, and the pastor was speaking in Hebrews, and he started off by reading Hebrews 1-3 about how he, Christ is the radiance of the glory of God. And I can't explain it, Sherry, except that that was what the Lord spoke to me that moment. I wrote it down in the mm-hmm. sermon notes, sovereign and radiance, just two words that jumped out at me. And I, I, just, I just remember thinking, can somebody else hear this or see what's going on? It just was so <laughs> clear to me. But I had no idea what it meant. And I was uh, sitting with my kids, and they were all sitting with me. And the youngest one, I, maybe the youngest one was probably in the nursery. Um, but I looked around at my kids and being a mom. And then I started looking around all of the moms, the older ones, the younger ones, and just younger women in general. And I thought, I need these women. And you know what? Somehow God's going to allow me to be needed by them in some sort of relationship. And that it sparked something that I just thought, okay, I'm going to write it in my journal and I'm just going to let it go and pray about it. And that's, that's really where that started the name. And that's where the name came from. Wow. So that was back in, you said 2011. Oh yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. And so then when did you start the blog? Um, I started the blog officially three years ago. That's when I launched the site Sovereign Radiance. And then I did a rebranding and it's now sandymcgregor.com, but Sovereign Radiance is the name of the actual blog where I I pursue the writing. And um, yeah, yeah, so that's that's how it all came to be. Yeah, and you give such great encouragement for moms on your blog. I hope girls check it out. Um, I know that every guest shares a Bible study tool and tip, so I would love for you to share something that helps you to get into God's Word. I love, like I said, to journal. And interesting you asked that question because just recently I was walking by my bookshelf that I know my husband always shakes his head at because I have so many books and journals in this bottom part of my shelf from years past. But I, I caught a glimpse of a journal. And I remember back in the day before a lot of somebody was out there, I used to take a picture, upload it to my computer and print it out. And then I would put it in my journal and write beside it specifically for one of my kids. And I would ask the Lord for a verse and what was on my heart. And I would write out a prayer. And I've kind of kept that going, not necessarily the, the pictures, but I write in my journal all the time. And that's how I feel like I connect to God the most. Um, listening to something like the Dwell app, which is great when I'm walking the dogs. I love that. So I feel like I'm trying to use my time when I have those windows, because as a mom, you're busy and you need to look for those windows of time to be able to listen to God's word or read it or write it. I love that idea, though, with pictures. I have been a big picture person, too. I was a scrapbooker in the past. Oh, yeah. But to take a photo of your kids 
and that maybe yeah. triggers something, a memory for them mm-hmm. like you've done. Wow, that is a great yeah. uh, creative idea to use. So that's really good. Yeah. Now, how about a favorite Bible verse or one that inspires you? I particularly love Psalm 119, 130. And the NIV version says, the unfolding of your words gives light and understanding to the simple. And then another version, ESV says, the unfolding of your words gives light and it imparts understanding. And then there's the NLT, Mm. that the teaching of your word gives light and even the simple can understand. And I love it because I know I'm simple and I need understanding and I want to be able to unfold that and teach that into the lives of my children. And that's what I've tried to do, um, well, for their entire lives. I mean, my oldest is now 23 and he's moved out, but I still have people at home. And I'm still trying to do what God is calling me to do. I love that verse. That is really mm-hmm. powerful, yet simple, even mm-hmm. <laughs> has the word it simple is. in it. But <laughs> it, it is that if mm-hmm. we allow God to you know, teach us, he's going to give us that light so we can teach it to our kids so that they can yes. simply understand. Like it doesn't need to be this deep theological thing that no. sometimes feels overwhelming for us moms, but that we can Absolutely. simply teach our kids. Uh, we're going to have to take a break right now, but we're going to come back and talk about some of the great resources you have to help us teach our kids about God. I'm Sandy McGregor, and my music pick song for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is God You Are by We Are Messengers featuring Josh Baldwin. When I was young, you called my name, just the kind of God you are. Have you ever wondered what goes on behind the scenes at Joy Radio? Well, the wait is over. I'm Holly Taylor of Good Company. And I'm James Curtis of The Drive. Subscribe to our Joy newsletter, Living Joyfully. And on the second Tuesday of each month, you'll gain exclusive access to powerful testimonials from fellow listeners, inspiring news, opportunities to serve, and much more. Staying connected to Joy Radio has never been easier. Subscribe at joyradio.ca and become a joyful insider. Joy Radio, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back from the break with author and blogger Sandy McGregor. Now, Sandy, you have published two books starting in 2020. You published a mother-daughter devotional with a shared journal experience from Psalm 119. And then just recently, not that long ago, in 2022 at the end, you published a devotional for mothers and sons walking Uh in wisdom through Proverbs. So (laughs) your books, they are beautiful and they create these really incredible opportunities to bond with your child, which is Mm -hmm. something all of us moms want. There's, you know, in a fast paced world, it's hard to sometimes connect. And these books really do. And you've written them in a way that um, opens up conversations and connections with your kids. I was reading on Amazon and one of the readers of your book said that they're an excellent resource for Christian homes. And then I also read um, how Jeff Gamanshi, the athletic director for Trinity Western University, uh, said that your devotional for mothers and sons was excellent. He gave it that rave review and he said, 
the war, there's a war over the hearts and minds of our sons. And this devotional is a gift in preparing our sons with godly wisdom to anchor their hearts and give them a solid foundation for making wise choices in the years to come. So I was wondering what led you to choose Proverbs for the son's book? Yeah, that's a great question. I just really felt over the years, um, I particularly wanted to instill wisdom, obviously, into all of my children, both my two boys and my three girls. Um, but it was it was kind of based on looking at the life that my dad created for our home and our family, and as well with my mom. That's why I ended up writing both of them, actually, to honor both of my parents. Um, but particularly this one, my dad really set out to choose to live a life of wisdom. And he would do that through, as I talk a little bit about the introduction, he would bring us to church, he would pray with us, and he would open the Bible. And I saw him try to unfold wisdom into our lives. However, I wasn't always willing to listen, Sherry, and I'm sure many people <laughs> can relate. Um, I yes. did have that heart where there are definitely times where it was a hardened heart toward, you know, my parents or even toward God. But I wanted to translate that into my own home as best I could. And what better book in the Bible to use right now than the book of Proverbs? It is so full of wisdom, and it is relevant today, just as it was when King Solomon wrote it years and years and years ago. It's just beautiful, and it it just gives you this amazing relationship of the father, son, the parent, child. You just coming alongside of them, put your arm around them, and read it together, and you learn together. And the journaling component is probably my favorite because it, like you said, it opens up conversations and connections with your child. And I've heard many moms say that their son or even their daughter with the other one wrote down things that they never would have known. And I can attest that myself because I did go through, particularly with the girls, because my boys are not much older, but my girls, when they were back in, I guess it was in 2020, um, we would go through this together and I would read things going, wow, I can't believe they were thinking that. And how would I have known that if they didn't have an opportunity to think it through and write it out? Absolutely. And I think, you know, the book of Proverbs, I used to think, why do they always talk to like the guys? It seems like it's a guy's book. And then finding out that it literally was a book to help, you know, disciple boys and help them before their bar mitzvah or whatever it was back in the day. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, and us girls can take wisdom from the book of Proverbs, but I think it's so perfect that you chose that for the boys. And so I understand for the girls book, you mm-hmm. go through Psalm 119, the longest mm-hmm. book in the Bible. <laughs> and and so what what caused you, I guess that, you know, your favorite verse comes from that. But yeah. what yeah. insight specifically did you want girls to get from, you know, going through Psalm 19, 119 in detail? Well, it's interesting. I was going through this, um, I, was called, I called it the Summer of Psalms. Um, in 2019. And when I arrived at Psalm 119, I just felt like the Lord was like, you need to stop and get into this and research. And I'd never done that much research and reading of Psalm 119 before, 176 Mm -hmm. verses. And I felt overwhelmed as a mom. And I thought, how do other moms feel if they were going through something like this? And how would they translate it to their children? And at that stage in life, I was particularly invested in a mother-daughter group that we had met um, various times and the mother daughter connection was just, it was so much a part of my heart and I wanted to create something. And I, Sherry, it just was all the way the Lord and the spirit led me. I just sat down in a journal and I wrote down segments and devotionals that 
I just was like, where did this come from? And Mm -hmm. I remember sitting down with my mom and I interviewed my mom and it just all unfolded into this beautiful uh, recognition and honoring of my mom's legacy and my grandma's legacy and the biblical insights um, and the gospel they poured into my life. And I thought, I really want to do this for my girls. And I was just hoping that God would use it if it was meant to be for other moms and their daughters as well. And it is. I, I love the format that you've chosen for both books, how, you you know, you take a portion of scripture for the girls from Psalm 119, for the boys, Proverbs, mm-hmm. and then you, you, you provide conversation points through your highlighting a verse and then talking about a key verse or verses. Mm-hmm. Then you get people to pray together. And how powerful is that when you're praying mm-hmm. with your kids? Yes. Yes, it is so powerful because you get a chance to So I do have a prayer prompt, but again, it's only a prompt. I mean, you let the Lord do what he's going to do and unfold what he's going to unfold. And there's an opportunity for them to watch you pray and you model it. And maybe they'll feel comfortable praying too. It's a really unique bonding time that you may not normally get unless you're actually sitting down to intentionally do it. Um, it, It takes time and it does take effort, but it's worth every moment. It's never wasted, never wasted. I wish wish your book was out when my kids were little because these books are incredible. And and sharing that journaling experience where, you know, it's going to help you to really connect and hear your child's heart. Mm. I think so often as moms, sometimes we struggle to believe that we have what it takes to rightly help our kids grow up to be these you know, healthy adults who love God and treat others well. So as we close, I'm just hoping you could give a word of encouragement to a mom who's listening today, feeling worn out and not equipped for the task. Absolutely. I I have that feeling of unworthiness as well, that a lie can sit on your shoulder and can accumulate over time. And you just feel like you don't have what it takes to bring the word of God into your home. And that is totally a lie from the enemy because the word of God is meant for us. It's meant for us to to learn from and to live by, and it's alive and it's active. And we don't want to let the enemy take that away from our homes. And we don't need to be a theologian. We don't need to be in seminary. We just need to be obedient to unfold the Word of God with our kids. And, you know, you have the devotional, you can put it out on your island, you can read it together over a few minutes and let it sit for the day and let the kids come back to it and write and share. And and it can be done but you are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you and he will equip you. Sandy, thank you so much for being on the show and giving the encouragement that moms needed this Mother's Day. Well, thank you for having me, Sherry. This has been really fun. Thank you. This week, I'm going to challenge you to come at motherhood with the tenacity of a mama bear. Pray bold prayers for confident faith so your children reach the destiny God prepared for them. May your children be known as faithful followers of the God who loves them more than you do. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 142, Prayers That Stick, number two in the Month of the Mother series. Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics, information about our guest, and links to anything mentioned on the show at soulh2o.com slash 142. 
I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family. Take a screen capture while listening on your device and share on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Come back next week for an interview with a dynamic mother-daughter duo for our Month of the Mothers series. Sheila Ray Gregoire and Rebecca Lindenbach will inspire you to better mother your girls. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed and have a wonderful Mother's Day. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.